Yeah, you read it. Go! The first time buyer copped it harder than this first time buyer. Is that true? Stay tuned. Mum and Dad always talk about how hard it is for uh, their child, whether it's Billy, whether it's Michael, whether it's Stephen, whoever that child is, and they always talk about how much harder it is these days. Um, and we wanted to look at the information and give you the facts of is it easier by how much, is it harder by how much. And we've got a great story given to us by Macro Business that we've done today for you. It's not all in your head. I think parents and kids, um, you know, very much overthink this in their head. And they say, back in my day, um, well, we've got the facts and the figures to, to argue all of this as of this morning. It's there. It's true. And you know what? I guess... Um, Look, it is, there is a, um, it is potentially easier, harder. Uh, what do you do to get around it, I guess, is the, one, is the thing we've got to work, all work out together. We're all in it together. Um, but something to look at, very interesting that I found today was the ownership, peak ownership in Australia. Um, it's become less trendy to own a property. More so the fact that we're almost gone back to 19... 50s without property ownership. That's the amount of people that actually own a property in their lifetime in Australia um, outright or with a mortgage. Yeah. So, it, as, as the um, the big red big red words say, um, it peaked in 1966, um, well before my time. <laughs> but. Um, Mark, I suppose you weren't even kind of operating in back then, were you? You're not, not that old. Yeah, thanks, Billy. Um, it's no, no, I wasn't even in a womb. I was not there. Um, but it's interesting. It became pretty goddamn trendy um, in 1968. If I, if I, oh, sorry, in 1966. There it is. Yeah, it was pretty cool to own a property. And then it took a bit of a rapid sharp downhill spike from there. So, um, like like all markets, it's ups and downs. But it's always been, I think, the Australian dream um, to own a property, and particularly uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there in a second. But to own your property outright, no mortgage, um, is like the the all Australian dream. So even that's becoming harder and harder. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, next thing, next thing for us to study. Next, next uh, graph. Home own outright. It is slowly gone down and down and down. So over the last almost three decades now, we're down from well, we're down ten percent. And I think this is um, got to be related to prices as well. It's pretty big. 
And I think when you're talking, uh, you know, 40% to 30%, that's a swing of almost 25% of people that were owning a property outright that swung. Um, so, you know, a quarter um, of the people that are having a mortgage actually never going to pay it off more than um, 20 years ago. So that has definitely changed. Yeah, what do you reckon that's, uh, what could you bring that back to outside of prices? I think, I think affordability. Um, it's, and it seems like that's the way life is, that people are just happy to rent it than to own it. Um, even when you relate that back to a mortgage, you're sort of, they're happy to have that over their head forever. People are happy to have stuff over their head more than ever. So before you had to buy the car, before you had to buy the phone outright, before you had to own the property, it was the Australian dream. Whereas now it's, you know, the photocopier, you had to own it. Whereas that whole lease, uh, leasehold or having that constant debt over your head, sort of these days is a lot more normal, a lot more acceptable. More comfortable, maybe. I think it's, you know, people can service that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. But this is uh, this is where it gets interesting. Age of Australian first home buyer nationally, uh, and it does mention there. Please note the figure of twenty twenty two is the year to date. Um, so that they'll uh, they'll be in for an update soon. But th yeah, this is interesting. So started you know around sort of twenty five, twenty four. And again, slowly crept up. So I think it's now in its mid thirties is scary, really scary. Yeah. So, um, like, and I think you're a good example, Billy. Um, and you should be pretty proud of buying a property so young, and saving and working hard and um, and getting in there. But you can see that you were really against the grain at buying something at eighteen. That typically thirty four is that um, is the average age of the first home buyer getting into a property these days. I, I, I find that amazing. I find that just amazing. Yeah, I, I do as well. I do as well. I, I, I think um, what you, I, I, we spoke about it yesterday, Northern Beaches, there's definitely a bit of a bubble. Um, again, I think there's, there's incentives there from parents really trying to help kids get into the market. I think the beaches is definitely one of the trickiest. It's you know, no doubt one of the most expensive, but um, 34 is, you know, it's really old. And when you consider what a, what a property value does over 10 years, in our core area, it's almost doubling. Um, you know, that's a, that, that's a, has a long, um, it has a long impact into someone's, you know, sort of life. You know, it's almost. It just, when you use the connotation, when you're saying first time buyer, first time buyer, first time buyer, the thing that comes to my mind is not a 34-year-old, which is now the national average. Yeah, so true. We've got a few comments here as well. Um, ownership will go to will go like Europe. <laughs> um, people don't get in, need to invest first, then buy the dream home. It's so well said. So many well people said. worry about buying you know, your perfect forever home. Just start with something that you can actually get yourself into. Build on that. We all did. I did, you did, we did, we all did. And I don't think that's ever changed, right? But people's mindsets certainly have. Now, Billy, this really played on my mind what's on the screen at the moment. 
this overnight, this really played on my mind. This messed with my mind. <laughs> That's a lot of money. It's a lot now, of money. I did. I did think to myself, like, this is impossible. It's, it's a. How does a first home buyer do this? If they've got to be, um, if they need a household income of around one hundred and forty thousand, um, for a typical. Um, can you read that out for us? Yeah. So, finder.com.au um, analysis um, said that purchases now need. Household income around $140,000 to afford a typical Australian home. Meanwhile, in Sydney, it would be closer to $250,000. Combined. That really, that's really done my head in. Like for first-time buyer to have that combined income. Now, look, I guess we've just we've just said that the obvious, obvious first that the first-time buyer average age is 34. Now, fact. I guess when you're 34, combined income, you know, of 140 for somewhere in Australia, sure. 250, each party's on 125 each and they're trying to have kids. Uh, so they're going down to one wage and it's going to have to be closer to 250 if they're buying a property. That's bloody hard. But something I did think overnight is exactly what um, was just said um, from Luke about rent vesting. Just... Yeah, you know, you don't have to be a hero and grab the median price. So this 250K is suggesting the median price in Australia, in Sydney, showing how hard it is. You don't have to do that. You can just get a little one better, rent it out, watch it grow from the age of 20 to 25. Then you can step into a two better, watch it grow, and you can step into your house. So you can actually step into this rather than um, yeah. rather than going the whole, the whole hog. And going and buying the median price. Well, it's um, it's the it's almost the wrong way to do it. Keep on waiting, 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 because you can never save as as quick as these capital growth are, are climbing in these major cities. And you know, going back to the difference of buying ten years earlier, if you have the option, it can be the you know the difference potentially doubling your money and building the equity into it. So it's massive when you think about the long term effect of it. Um, the government incentives have, have fractured the market, high high highs and low lows. Yep. Interesting. Um, I certainly now, think those. This is this is something that um, I know we do love overseas migration, but this is not helping. Right. If you look at 1900s, the migration we've had into this beautiful country. We are at an historic high period of migration coming into the country. That is going to make it harder for people to rent. That is going to make it harder for people to buy. Make no mistakes, these migrants working hard, buying property, saving hard. Uh, it's competition for our first-time buyers. I don't mind it, but it's there. Don't think that. Don't think that it's not. Yeah, and and I think um, that graph there really shows we're getting back to kind of pre-pandemic levels now um you know if if not more but um yeah look it is there but it's it's yeah it's certainly not going to stop population growth 500,000 2022 probably more that's this year. a monster that's a monster but um now last last thing and i'm gonna ask for you know luke to help me on this one or you to help me on this one i couldn't understand this Home ownership versus pr home prices relative to incomes. So your blue line home ownership rate 
your uh, red line ratio of average home prices, average annual wages, and then your, your green is uh, ratio of home prices to median household disposable incomes. Yeah, it's pretty complicated. It's a bit complicated, but look, a couple of things that I took from it, the um, annual wages, you can see people are often saying, um, you know, average, uh, the average wages, how they're performing over the years since 1950. Like, that's the last 70 years, even 100 years, 110 years. Um, the home ownership rate, you know, there's there's definitely stress on that when you compare it to a wage. But um, that's our show. Luke, Luke reckons the bank of mum and dad and inheritance. Yeah. Well, look, I guess that's the perfect index against against migration. So you've got you know, new money coming in, old money going out. Who's going to win? Um, you know, I can't help to think the new money coming in, that overseas migration is always going to be... Um, uh, they're two different animals. One's, uh, one's, one's living off itself and another one's creating wealth. Um, so I think the one living off itself is always going to... Um, do a little bit better. Yeah, interesting. Would, uh, will there be a thing of first home buyer in 20, 20 years time? Yeah, uh, what's going to swing this? I just don't know. But I just, we wanted today's show just to show people that it's not going on in your mind. It is a real thing. Um, when you look at the facts, um, the fact is it is harder for a first home buyer. The bank of mum and dad is often has always stepped in and helped a majority of people, but I think has to step in even more now to help their family. And I think the most key thing I got out of today was reflecting what I did and what you've done, and that's just not worrying about that 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 median property or that perfect home, you know, to well, get I'm... into, but just getting just rent just getting in there and just renting it just running it as an investment first. You can do that as a first home buyer. You do have to live in it for a short period, very short period. Um, but as a first home buyer, you can take all the incentives. You can uh, rent the property out for the majority of its life. Um, but the beginning of its life, that first 12 months part of that, you have to um, have to live in it. So it's a good hack. It's spot on. This, the incentives have never been better. The, the, uh, the reason to get in has never been better. And um, I can certainly promise you don't need 250000 to buy a property in Sydney. As an income? No way. Absolutely. I and half it again. You don't need that much. Absolutely. That's a show. Uh, it's good news. Uh, there's a couple of hacks around what we've got to do. It's real. Show it to mum and dad if you... If you um, if you need some help, it's a good story to go, you had it easier than me. You should help me. Um, I can imagine those conversations, but, you know, it's uh, that's a show. Yeah, that's it. We've just given you the, the grass to uh, strong arm yourself into a great mortgage-free loan from mum and dad. <laughs> uh, have a good day, have guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Billy Bob. Everyone have a great day. See you. Bye-bye.